0: Welcome back to Sports Day for Kia. Epic has arrived. The all-electric Kia EV9 and Maccas get the McGrib and new McRib Deluxe now at Maccas. Time to talk AFL football because we're joined by one of Carlton's, uh, well, one of Carlton's favourite players and a veteran now, Sam Doherty. He joins us on Sports Day. Sam, thanks very much for your time.
1: Thanks, fellas. Uh, veterans, uh, it's, it's calling me a bit old, isn't it, these days? Well,
0: I think that's probably <laughs> fair to say you're a veteran now, isn't it?
1: No, it is, it is. I'm in 30 now, so I don't have a leg to stand on anymore. No, that's right.
0: What's it like for you coming back to to pre-season a bit later than normal because you guys had that great run through September last year. Does it it feel different?
1: Uh, A little bit. Usually usually by this stage of sort of the year we've done four or five weeks pre-season and um, gearing into like the last week of, training after a massive block, but, um, us older boys, we went back a, a week earlier, but most of us went back a week earlier than what we were supposed to, but sort of only got a three week block before Christmas and then back on break. So, um, it's been different. It's been, I did say, I, I will say my off season felt like it went incredibly quickly, but, um, it's good to be back. The boys have plenty of energy in the club today, which is which is good.
0: I'll ask one more before I let uh, Coons <laughs> loose. Just when you've only got a small block before you then have a break for Christmas, I guess you haven't quite finished it yet, but how, how do you get fit in two weeks?
1: Well, the football is not about when you get back to training. There's a, there's a fair um, stint that you do before you get back. It's almost pre, pre-season for pre-season yeah, in a yeah, way. Yeah. Um, and probably the not so much the the, the demand, I would say, of, um, of players is that you come back ready to train. Um, early in my career, it's probably just come back in good condition, good running condition, whereas today it's sort of, you gotta make sure that you're ready to go from your change of direction, to your speed and everything so that when you um, when you come back training you're not, we're not wasting any time. So uh, luckily the boys have um, looked after themselves really well in the, in their pre in their off season. So it's um we've been training pretty pretty hard over this last last couple of weeks before we um, we go away again.
2: So what's the feeling like now, given that there is a heavy weight of expectation on your footy club leading into 2024? What's the message been like from the coach and the vibe uh, knowing that you know you are a much improved team and everyone rates you really highly now? The first couple of weeks, is, is there a level now of expectation that has gone up in your training and the messaging from the coach?
1: Oh, I, I think... More broadly, I think as a footy club, we we sort of know exactly who we are and and what makes us a good footy side, and um, I guess there's a there's a fair sense of doubling down on that. But we obviously we also learnt that um, our footy last year didn't stack up completely to the highest level when we needed it to, so we've, we've got a bit of work to do. So um, there's, there's there's probably the element of being hungry to make that game within the group, and then um, obviously understanding that. We can't lose sight of what makes us a good footy side. And, and um, I guess last year, as turbulent as it was, taught us some great lessons in in probably our, our, our identity of the group, of, of what we need to produce regularly to put us in games. And then um, hopefully over the, over the break, we can develop some of the parts that really hurt us last year.
2: Yeah, and you always need to be improving. Teams need to, to tinker with things, game plan and such. But uh, I suppose given that everything worked so well, uh, this year and you got everything right in the back end of the season will it be a similar uh, if not exact sort of style that you'll that you'll play this year or there'll be you know a couple of things that you'll work on over the summer
1: well I, I think there's elements of both Coons I, I think that uh, as I said that we, we don't want to lose what makes us a good footy silo. We're, we're we're a tough contested brand team that that wants teams to come with us for four quarters but there's elements of the you sort of you get some of the stats and um there are bits of our game that need improving if we want to, if we want to take the next step next step and obviously we fell short this year and if we're um if we want to do that there are there are elements of our, of our defensive brand that we need to, to tinker with to be able to make sure that we're more sustainable but i think there's yeah there's as you said there's there's everyone's looking for small sort of gains um to change but i don't think we'll be changing a whole heap we're just trying to tinker with a few areas of our game
2: what about a couple of players that you mentioned that everyone now comes back in really good shape because you, you can't have your six or eight weeks break and uh, and not stay really fit. Uh, back in my day, you could probably get away with it, but but not now. So everyone's come back really fit, but is there a couple of younger guys or maybe sort of those fringe players that are looking really good that could help you make that difference and break their way into the side or go to another level next year?
1: Oh, I, I have, admittingly, been in a bit of rehab, so I'm sort of being in and out of training um, at the moment, just coming back from toe surgery. but um, oh, there, there's, there's, We've got some elite runners at the footy club, so your, your eyes almost certainly go to those guys. Matty Cottrell's always leading the running, um, obviously played a pretty significant role with us last year. Mm-hmm. Jackson Bin's another one that's, um, that's an elite runner. So those guys tend to look um, absolute A-grade when we first get back. So they're flying as usual at the moment. But um, yeah, they've seen some nice things from some of the drafty boys. Um, they look like they've... Some sort of dash and um, skill to our side, so um,
0: yeah, it's exciting. I, I,
1: as I said, there's, it's it's a nice thing to come back and not have guys that are standing out completely because it means that the majority of your squads come back in good condition, and is training really well. So um, I feel like we're in a good spot at the moment.
2: Uh, It wasn't too uh, dramatic a trade period for you, but you did bring in uh, a couple of players, one from the Gold Coast Suns, Elijah Hollands, and also uh, an old teammate of mine in Razio Fantasia who just hasn't been able to get on the park over the last couple of seasons. Just uh, tell us how those two have fitted in.
1: Yeah, they've fitted in well, both the boys. Obviously, Elijah's um, been back for a a few extra weeks on Raz at the moment, but... um, I've, uh, I've been lucky enough to get Razio next to me in the locker room, both NFL fans, so um, we're thoroughly enjoying ourselves and uh, doing a lot of running laps at the moment together as he's, as he's building his body back into um, the condition that um, he wants it to be in. So the um, club's been taking him pretty slowly and making sure that we give him the best opportunity to play a full year next year, but um, both of them look great. They're, they're like, as, as we've probably seen over a number of years, Razio up, Razia up and going um a, a pretty good sport and I've played against him a few times and um, not an ideal matchup. So he's going really well and Elijah's in really well. He's, he's got some skill and um, another good runner. So hopefully they can, they can add a bit to our forward line.
0: Gee, if you can get a ratio up and running, he could be a real bonus for you. There's no doubt about that next year. I'm just looking back, Sam, it doesn't feel like that long ago you went on that amazing run that went through the final series. When you look back, do you look back fondly or do you look back and thinking, even to quarter time in that game against Brisbane and thinking, oh, oh yeah, what, what, what? <laughs> if only. I'm really interested now with that, with that time. How how you reflect back on the end of last season? Uh, oh,
1: that, I I can't go past. I'm, I'm more proud of the whole the whole footy club over the back. Oh, it's probably the whole of last year. Really, we um we got ourselves in a bit of a predicament. Um and and had some. Probably a really defining moment of the footy club, where we were able to sit down and and start to unpack exactly who we are, and um, to be able to show that over the back end of the year of what we believed we were, and to be able to, for that to work sort of gave us a lot of confidence. But um, footy's a it's teaches you great lessons, and, and the reality was we 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 were probably a step behind the um, the top sides, and you really do need to be top four to give yourself best opportunity. And um, the Lions got that. They are top four and they got the home final and um, they play unbelievably well at home. And um, they, uh, they showed some great maturity, which um, I really respect about them um, in a prelim final at home and a team puts five goals on you. There's a lot of teams that probably shut up shop and um, they didn't do that. So um, there's always lessons that, that, footy, that other footy teams can teach you. And um, there's elements of both. I, I, I it's hard to be a footy and um, and see years where you you go deep in finals as complete, um, unsuccessful years. If There's an element of you feel like you fell short, but um, there's also, as I said, there's an element that um, it shows you a great lesson of where you need to get to to be able to get to the ultimate prize. So I, I think it was a, a great um, step in the right direction of a footy club that's trying to learn to be a really good, sustainable football club moving forward. And um, I think last year will pay us back in dividends. At some stage, who knows when that will be.
0: Now, Sam, sponsors love settled, successful, exciting football clubs, and Ampol has uh, signed on as a, a club platinum partner for the next three years. Uh, they must like what uh, Carlton did <laughs> over the last season, and they're now going to be heavily involved in your footy club.
1: Yeah, and um, and players love sponsors that like signing on for a while, so it shows some stability <laughs> in the club. It's um it's both sides. Um, yeah, we're, we're incredibly lucky that Ampol have signed on and um, the three-year three deal does mean that it's, there is a sense of stability around the footy club and, um, as you said, that they must have liked what they saw last year. And um, yeah, yeah, it's great to, to have it there. They're, they're a huge brand in Australia and to have them um, sign on with us is just another great thing.
0: It's ah, great. It's an exciting time to be part of the Carlton Football Club. And, uh, Sam, you're going to be part of it next year. Hopefully it all goes really well for you. Thanks for joining us uh, tonight. And good luck with uh, the next week before you have a bit of a break again.
1: (laughs) Thanks, boys. Thanks for having me on.
0: Sam Doherty, Carlton Star, joining us. Not veteran. Carlton Star joining us on Sports Day on this Monday night. Now, some of our listeners now are heading off to the Big Bash. But for everybody else, you can keep listening to Sports Day on the SEN app. More after this.